sorry, that this moment would happen. And I'm sure Nick, who I trained alongside of, will um, verify this. And we were told that there would come a day when you would stand up to preach and you were doing it on the wrong reading. <laughs> so Kieran um, uh, got in touch with me last week. It was Thursday, I think, last week to ask me if I would do today. I wasn't due to do celebrate with you until next month. And I was down in Birmingham at a conference and I, and I went, yes, I will. Um, will I preach? I'll just have a look at the readings and I'll get back to you. And I said, yes, I'll have these two readings, this one and the one from Romans. But when I sat down to do the sermon yesterday, I used uh, the Genesis reading and the reading from Romans 5, verses 1 to 6. So I'm going to continue <laughs> with that, both of those readings, because they do entwine. And we will have the second reading um, a little bit later on as a blessing. So let's just pray. May the love of God open our minds and soften our hearts in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The theme of our service and celebration today is walking with integrity. And the inspiration came from the verse from Psalm 84 that was printed on the front of the service sheets in the early days of Open Table and is on the front of your service sheet today too. And it says, No good thing will God withhold from those who walk with integrity. You could say that it is the foundational verse upon which Open Table was built and has become the fastest growing fresh expression of church in the country today. I checked with Kieran before the service and we have 33 communities now across the country with a further two that are going to be launched before the end of July. So that's 35 communities have grown out of six people. Personally, I think that's astonishing. So perhaps the challenge for us today and going forward is how do we continue to walk with integrity? And where better place to find some answers than to go back to the very beginning, to the place where monotheism, the belief in one God, began. Jews, Christians and Muslims all trace their religious ancestry back to Abraham, which is why we are known as the Abrahamic religions or traditions. He clearly did something right. The proof of the pudding and all that is that we are still here many thousands of years later, still worshipping the one God. As we join the story in the reading, we find Abraham camped under the oaks of Mamre. Ancient peoples will have recognised the spiritual and medicinal properties of trees and plants. The oak trees will have been known as a symbol of strength and protection. So it's no coincidence that we find Abraham beneath them. It implies that he is under the strength and protection of God because it is here that the angel of the Lord appears to him. 
We are told that Abraham looked up and saw three men and immediately offers them hospitality, water to wash their feet. He asks Sarah to bake bread and has a calf killed and prepared for them, taking curds and milk to set before his guests. They lay out a feast before the three men, one of whom we know to be the angel of the Lord and the others presumed to be angels. Although this story is told in a few short verses, baking bread and cooking meat will have taken time. This was not a brief encounter. Abraham's hospitality will have extended for most of the day. It was a generous hospitality. After they have eaten, one of them tells Abraham that Sarah will conceive a child. Given that Sarah has gone through her menopause and is no longer bleeding, they are both taken aback, and Sarah laughs. To be honest, it was probably more of an incredulous guffaw. Sarah has longed for a child for all her life. She even gave her maidservant Hagar to Abraham, so that she might have a child through her. We cannot imagine the pain and humiliation of being a barren woman in those times, how that will have affected her mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And yet the Lord says to Abraham, is anything too hard for the Lord? And we know that Sarah did indeed go on to have a son, Isaac, But that's a story for another day. Although this is just a short extract from Abraham's story, throughout his wider story, he consistently demonstrates his faithfulness to God, no matter what God asks of him. His story shows us that walking with integrity requires faithfulness, servanthood, service and generous hospitality. Qualities we are called to share with each other and those we meet along the way, if we are to walk with integrity. As people of faith, it calls us to metaphorically stand under the oaks of Mamre, under the protection and in the strength of God. The Romans reading, um, this is chapter 5, verses 1 to 6, says this. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God, not only, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. As queer people, we know only too well the lived truth of these words. Too many of us have and continue to live with persecution and prejudice 
from both the church and society. And I'm not sure how easy it is to glory from our sufferings. Not when people from our community are singled out, discriminated against, bullied, imprisoned, murdered and tortured for just being who they are, for walking in the integrity of their authentic self. It's heinous and I believe God cries out to the church and to society as he did to Cain. Listen, your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. And yet we persevere and perseverance produces character and hope. And we see that hope realized in this country through changes in the law and equal opportunities. And slowly, oh, how slowly, it changes in the church. These are times that call us to continue to have perseverance and to trust God, to give thanks for God's faithfulness to open table, for the fruit it bears as a and the witness it is in the church and in our world. So let us continue to walk with the faithfulness of Abraham, wherever God leads and whatever God asks of us. The liturgically minded amongst you may well have been twitching because we haven't had a gospel reading today. Well, that wasn't a mistake, that was actually deliberate on my part. Throughout the Gospels, Jesus was renowned for hanging out with the marginalised and excluded. He upset and enraged the powers that be, the Pharisees, Sadducees and the rabbis of the day. He challenged everything they stood for and clung to. He demonstrated the love and power of God to the broken and despised. He was utterly countercultural, and he still is. And we are the very people that he brought that love to and for. We still sit on the margins, not fully part of the communion of the church. But my sisters and brothers, I assure you in the name of Jesus Christ, that we are fully part of his communion. And you, you are the living gospel, the good news of Jesus lived out in the world as a witness for the whole queer community. You are the gospel that proclaims that the outrageous, abundant and scandalous love of God is for us all, made known to us through Jesus Christ. And so I say to you, go, go as disciples of Christ and be that gospel in the world for the glory of God. Amen. So as disciples of Christ, we're going to anoint one another to go out into the world to proclaim a gospel of love and radical inclusion remembering that the branches of the oaks of Mamre stretch over us, bringing us strength and the protection of God. So I'm going to invite Sarah, uh, Father Jerry, and Laura, perhaps, you'd like to come forward, and um, 
and me. <laughs> yes, and me. And we're going to come, come round and we're going to offer you anointing. Um, if you'd like to be anointed, do put your hands out and one of, one of us will anoint you. If you don't want anointing, just keep your hands in your lap. And then I'm going to bless you using the reading that we should have had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 